Peace and blessings, you beautiful divine beings. Thank you so much for tapping into the Living in Spirit podcast. And it is your divine host, Zane Spirit. I am feeling so tremendous in this divine energy. And it is my honor and joy to bring it into the airways, into your ears, and into your life. I want to go ahead and begin with this beautiful affirmation to bring us into this podcast and to remind you of your divinity. I am centered in who I am with confidence. I elevate beyond limitations of the mind and transcend into infinite expression. I honor the flow that loves on me. I choose to nurture every part of me. May you keep that in your pocket <laughs> for all your, your pocket mantras. <laughs> and I have a beautiful, wonderful, amazing guest with me today. I'm going to introduce her as the one and only Natasha Shomo of Head Haru Healing. Thank you so much for coming on with me. How are you? I am great. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate being here. I'm giving you your, your love, your hugs, your kisses, like just hats off to you, Chef's Kiss. <laughs> I love everything that you do, and I'm so grateful for you. Thank you, Divine, as am I. You are so wonderful, everything that you bring. I'm so grateful to be a part of it today. Thank you, thank you. How has 2022 been for you? Twenty twenty two. Oh gosh, this has been such a beautiful and abundant and real learning experience. This year, I literally feel like I just stepped into the best, most abundant version of myself, and I just learned so much. It has been such a beautiful journey. Mm, I love that for you. I know that uh, you've been making a lot of transitions. Yes. Transitions. I certainly um, have enjoyed watching the progression of, of you and your brand. And I would love for you to tell everybody more about Het Haru Healing, how you got started, more about the beginning of your journey as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So... You know, Hathroom Healing is really just a play on my entire journey. I started doing manifestation oils, um, body scrubs, cosmetics, and I've always worked with the herbs. However, mm -hmm. I was still clarifying my purpose, right? Mm -hmm. Getting to know these deep parts of myself. So I started with that. And then I just learned more and more. My spirit just dove me in to the herbs. So the manifestation oils turned into manifestation candles and body scrubs and body butters, then teas and then bottled teas. And then the more I learned about myself, the more I put into just my education overall for myself. Um, it really is learning spirit. So many people ask me, like, you know, how did I come about all of this? Mm -hmm. It literally is a soul thing. It was like an initiation, quite honestly. Once I realized that I had such a deep connection with the herbs, they began mm -hmm. to tell me what they were and how deep that goes. 
I wasn't familiar with things like Dr. Sebi, not even Reiki, believe it or not. I just heard and my spirit say Reiki. And then they said, you, you were already attuned. Mm. And then I began to learn what Reiki actually is and some of the hand motions. And I'm like, wait, I've been doing this since a kid. Mm. <laughs> um, and then even with the herbs, I began to... I loved it so much. I started to like grow flowers in the house and things like that. And I realized that they were literally speaking to me. Like I can just walk to a plant and be like, what is that? And then it mm. tell me, and then I'll go look it up. And it's exactly what it just told me it was. And then with wow. that, it's just like the plants just literally just talk to me. And it's been so beautiful because now they're like, you can heal with this anything mm. mentally physically you can heal with this on a soul level for anybody and they taught me how it's so hilarious that I do what I do but when I say I prior to my journey I didn't even know who Dr. Sebi was right yeah. <laughs> it is really it's really ingrained you know like you were saying from childhood you know some some of us are just born with the remembrance of, of who we've been, right? Like, and that connection. Yes. Connection. Yes. And it just got deeper. The more I healed and got through a lot of my own mental walls, I started to realize, like, this is just muscle memory for me. I've been doing mm -hmm. this for lifetimes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Medicine woman. Okay. <laughs> okay. For generations. And it's so funny that no one in my immediate family, they're all like doctors and nurses, but no one in my immediate family does this. And because I started to do it, you know, one day I was just talking to my mom and come to find out both of my great grandmothers who I'm actually named after my middle names, mm -hmm. they, they've made their own soaps. They made their own teas and they did the exact same thing. Right. I skipped four generations. Yep, four generations. And then it just came at me. I tried mm. to go to school to be like a doctor, but my spirit wouldn't have it. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I think a lot of us, too, I would love for you to expand on your experience on that further, too, about, you know, trying to become a doctor, because I feel like a lot of us who are natural or natural herbalists or natural shamans or people that just have been doing this for each, for all eternity, you know, like yes. we try to move into that, uh, that systematic teaching space of, of westernized medicine, but it just doesn't feel good to us, right? <laughs> no, that's, and that's so funny. It, I mean, since maybe I was five or six years old, I literally wanted to be a doctor. Mm -hmm. um, at first, the anesthesiologists, you know, they, they offer sedatives they put people to sleep for surgery for childbirth mm -hmm. they help pain management that's so funny they help pain management <laughs> and then um as I got older I wanted to be a heart surgeon so funny right you heal yeah. a heart right uh -huh. and then <laughs> it's so hilarious because this is the, and by the time I was 18 well, 19, really. I started college. I was just always really smart. I started college without even like a GD or a high school diploma or anything. I was just very smart. I always had like really good grades. So 
you know, I started and then one day I was on the phone with my mother and my grandmother and I was like, I don't want to do this. I looked at my grandmother, I looked at my sister and yeah, they made money, but they were miserable. Mm -hmm. It's like they loved the job that did not love them. And it rubbed me so wrong that I left school and never went back. Mm. That's that's powerful that you, you know, was listening to your intuition. Like, I don't want to live this life. (laughs) Literally, like, I don't want this to be me. I don't want to be 60 and have three surgeries because my, my, the cartilage in my knees done wore down from being running around in ER. I didn't want to get fat and unhealthy because all I did was work or sleep. Even down to my sister, I I almost raised her kids, you know, her first, her first two kids because she was in school and then she was working and just trying to build her career and being with them kids six days a week. I didn't, when I wanted to have kids, I did not want anybody to raise my kids like that. Yeah. So... You know, and it's even though it took me time to get to this place and start to realize, because like I said, prior to me being spiritual, I did not know these things were even a thing. I didn't know magic was real, although I was always so attracted to it. Mm -hmm. Right. I didn't know. And then one experience at 25, something happened. And when I say my soul made a choice, we was going to stay in this physical world. And if I was going to stay, I was going to have to be who I truly am. Mm -hmm. Shortly thereafter, I began to find, I started with researching Wicca and then I started to understand like, you know, the Brugias and all of those things. And I ended up meeting my mentor you know, although she was from Jamaican, like from Jamaica, and she lived there, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't trust these types of things. But it's just like internally, I just knew I'm like, this isn't a scam. This isn't this is this is what I'm supposed to be doing. She mm-hmm. helped me. She like introduced me to me, those parts that I had ran from my whole life. And once I got to see that, the herbs, the magic, the channeling, the psychic, it all just just came yeah like it a whirlwind yep yep sometimes I'm still figuring it out the way that things just come to me it's it's so weird and I always that's why I love talking to you sometimes Zane because you get it <laughs> <laughs> you get it when I say spirit just be like throws you an oop and you just catch it <laughs> Look, it's my honor it's an honor truly because just to be in in presence of divine reflection you know like there's there's a reason why we align there's a reason why spirit has us have these conversations and you're like am I crazy and I'm like no no baby you're not you know <laughs> And, and then I got people who I call and I say, am I crazy? And they say, no, baby, you're not crazy. <laughs> you know, like, and Seriously. Just, and, and that's the beauty of our community, you know, like in this, in this journey of learning and growing and, and really remembering. I feel like every time we're learning, we're remembering, right? And I so, agree. And, and so in that space, I just it's so dope to see these these reflections of ourselves like 
I dabble in the herbs, but and and I have a deep connection with herbs, but I I chose the path to you know do other things and to also allow myself healing in that space from other other practitioners, other people, you know, and that led me into you know with you. And yes. you know, we can help one another in our community in that way. And so um while we're all mastering and and being in our space, like we all have room to grow and be, you know, in harmony with one another in our community. Yes, I so agree. I'm a firm believer that the best teachers are always students. Mm -hmm. Even if we're just a student to spirit in ourselves, we are still learning. Mm -hmm. And don't think I never got got help. I definitely went outside and and got some clarity for certain things because like I said, sometimes Mm -hmm. they come a little bit half cocked, (laughs) just spirit, (laughs) just because spirit wants you to explore yeah, and I've done that. I I don't do anything but study <laughs> either myself or the herbs. It's just I truly, truly love this. I really do, and it's all based on my experience. I got very sick. I lost mm. my gallbladder, and I mean, mentally too. Trauma, diagnosed with all types of things, and none of it ever resonated with me. I was used to think like. Why does someone have to be called like bipolar or psychotic? Maybe they just were like a rape victim and need to kind of sort their their mind out. Mm-hmm. Or or maybe they just they they experienced extreme neglect as a child and, and never learned how to overcome that. Why do mm-hmm. you have to be crazy? in order to be healing or going through something. Yes, yes. What is so wrong Mm. with going through something so that you can come out of it? Yeah, that's profound. I think that might go over a few people's heads. So like, (laughs) we we need to say that again. Like, run that back. That's so true. Like when I say how, how, why do we have to be called crazy or put a title on? healing from trauma like why does you know you have to be bipolar maybe you just or schizophrenic or or schizophrenic like for me I oh my I checked myself in the hospital because I was hearing voices when I was about 17 because I thought I was crazy whole time I hear I'm clear audience and I can speak to the dead that's why Mm-hmm. I was hearing voices. I wasn't crazy. <laughs> it's not abnormal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like so many people hear voices and they don't even recognize. Like they don't even realize that you're just tapping into the spiritual, you know, like your spirit. You're just tapping into your abilities. And that's it. But yeah. it's cr- it's wild that our our western world perceives that you know like oh you'll go to a priest you'll go to a preacher you'll go yep. to the pope <laughs> yeah, but they, they they the only people who could talk to god though nobody else can <laughs> nobody like, else can can perform an exorcism are, are we for real <laughs> like exactly like and i mean one of the first things that christians love to say is that <laughs> We are reflections of God, right? We're made in his image. 
So why can't we all be that divine if we choose to walk in that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm so glad you said that. So glad. What? And speaking of communicating with spirits, what is the oldest memory you have communicating with spirits? Uh, I always joke about this with my clients because I was scared of the dark till I was 45. (laughs) (laughs) When I was like seven or eight in my mom's house. Have you ever seen the movie Insidious? Mm -hmm. A long time ago, but yeah. Yep. The woman in black that stalked that man. I mm-hmm. seen something very similar to that and no one could tell me that it was not real. It was very much real. And I, it was in the middle of the night, two o'clock in the morning, and I'm just up with all the lights off. And this thing came all the way up to my bed. I was petrified because I was like mm. seven. I didn't understand what I was seeing. But that was yeah. the f- first time I seen a spirit like that. I mean, I was petrified. <laughs> I, I, I would have been calling the cops. <laughs> Nobody believed me. No one believed me. So I thought I was crazy. They thought mm. I was crazy. <laughs> Look, I, I guarantee you they didn't actually think you was crazy. Somebody in that somebody in the house believed you. <laughs> I think my mom. My mom would say, you know, that a lady died in the house and that she used to see her all the time. So I felt a little bit of comfort, but I was very much weary of the dark ever since then. Yeah. Mm. Thank you for sharing that. Because a lot of our yes. childhood experiences are pretty scary, especially as kids, right? Like, <laughs> we'd be like, what is that? I, I used to have to have my grandmother come in the bathroom with me when I was around like five because there was a spirit in the bathroom and she used to have to, to uh, she had to remove it. <laughs> she had to remove wow. it from the bathroom. <laughs> I, was I, always say, I always say I wish I had people around that would have d- done that because then I would have I had less fear <laughs> of the dark, I think. <sighs> You, you know, although I had, like, my grandmother as support, there was a, a, a certain point where people, like, you know, going to regular school and things like that, like, you just don't go into school talking to spirits. They going like, the kids are going to not talk to you. So I was, I ended up being alone a lot, you know, and then I thought, like, maybe it is just my imagination. So for a while, I didn't even believe the things that, you know, and then I ended up moving away from my grandmother for a while. So like there was some distance in that. And I had to come back into that awakening, too, because I certainly had shut off that gift. (laughs) I was like, I don't want to see these spirits. Y'all can go on ahead. Yeah. So so what was the first herb that ever called to you? and, And what was that conversation like? Ha, huh, that's funny. Um, the first herb that ever called to me was marijuana. <laughs> okay, come on, lady cannabis. Yes, um, that's the first herb I've ever had contact with, and I never really understood why I loved weed so much mm-hmm. until I began to really tap into that. I started the first time I ever seen, I call them the divas or the elementals. They come mm-hmm. with the the herbs they're everywhere if you can see them Mm -hmm. um so I started to grow morning glories and I was mixing it with growing weed and 
the first time I seen them, they were telling me like, hey, your plant's gonna die. And they told me why. It needs mm. more heat. Rest assured, I went away for a day. I came back and it was growing mold on top of the soil. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely marijuana. Um, that's why I've used it for a long time as far as like treating anxiety and pain. Like no one could ever tell me that that stuff was a drug. I was like, guys, maybe some of the stuff that they sprayed on it, maybe, but this this definitely is deeper than what a lot of people know. And it was so funny to me when that actually became a thing and they started to legalize like medical marijuana and things like that. Cause I was like, I've been saying this mm-hmm. for 10 years. Now they want to do it? Okay. <laughs> hmm You was ahead of the game. You already knew what yeah. was up. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I remember being 15 arguing with my mom about it. Well, if you just smoked some weed, you wouldn't feel that way. <laughs> you don't even know. You, just got high, you would know. <laughs> you would know because you don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's the same stigma with like you know, like things like shrooms. Because of how deep my connection is with herbs, there mm-hmm. are so many things that have been demonized that have the power to truly heal. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, and it's so funny to me. Like I I remember promoting the duck flower you just got mm. one and that is mm. a very extensive detox Oof, um, i cannot wait for my duck flower <laughs> i cannot <laughs> wait to do my detox that's gonna be i said y'all gonna be fucking with a new zane yeah <laughs> for sure <laughs> for sure but it's so funny because if you actually look up the the duck flower on like the fda website they tell you it causes cancer what Yep. And this is why I love what I do because Dr. Savy says it cures cancer. And mm-hmm. ironically enough, it definitely does. I had a client of mine who had a kidney tumor mm-hmm. that was cancerous. And before they could even biopsy, I got her a duck. I got her on a fruit fast and the entire thing came out in pieces from one duck. Wow. Yeah, yeah I, I'm ready for my flower. I, I, I can feel the energy on that. Like all of the herbs you have sent me, I have, I definitely connect and set the intention, and and you can feel the love into it. I told you what happened with that blood cleanser. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that blood cleanser is something special. <laughs> Yeah, I had a uh, an experience. I had a deep purging, and I had gotten uh, really, really sick. Like, I well, the first day I took it on a Tuesday, and I well a Monday, and I was fine. Like the blood cleanser, I didn't get sick. It was just regular. You know, I could tell that it was moving through my system. I felt more energized. The second day, though, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No, I was purging. I was in the bed. I was sick. I caught some chills and mm-hmm. I was shaking. And then I, and y'all know me. So as I feel, anytime I feel sick, I'm going to pull that energy out immediately. So I'm just sitting there doing energy work on me the whole time. And I, I had to do that for almost 24 hours. And spirit was telling me, like the blood cleanser was telling me, you have caught like a, uh, what is it monoxide in your blood 
Yeah. And I, they told me like, you have, you've been poisoned in your blood. We're pulling that poison out. And I was like, oh, and then it like went deeper into my lineage. Like I was going into the DNA. It was yep. like, when you got a strong connection with the herbs and you're like really intentionally sitting with them. And plus whatever intention you're placing in it, because I know you come in with the love. So it's going to do the purge. And then, yep. you know, I, I did my purge for a few days and I was good. And then the following week I started back on it and it, you know, no, no, no sickness from that, but <laughs> I had to let that out of my blood. And that was something that I had, you know, the honor of experiencing through a blood cleanser that you made and your yeah. connection through the herbs. And like, that was so blessed. It's literally a combination of Reiki. I give the herbs Reiki. I put an, I set an intention. It, it's it's love. It's charged with crystals. Things are said on my altar. I've I put so much love into these products. I want them to do exactly what they can do because ultimately the herbs are telling me like, hey, I have the potential for greatness over here. You want to use me or not? <laughs> yeah. So, mm -hmm. you know, and that's, like I said, it's just the love. And when you, when, and I always tell people, when you place an intention on top of that, all mm -hmm. you do is direct it to gear directly to your healing, your personalized healing, your body. And that's what the, mm -hmm. the herbs do, do. Once they, they touch your body, they begin to understand your body chemistry and they work through it just like sea moss you know they say sea moss mm -hmm. is an adaptogen and that's what that means it adapts to your body so if your blood pressure is low you take sea moss it'll bring it higher if it's high mm -hmm. and you need it to be lower you take sea moss and it'll do it'll lower the blood pressure it adapts to literally your body mm. uh, spirit just gave me a download that uh fungus does that too fungi yes Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's why mushrooms are so healthy, whether you're eating them, uh, you know, as food, like oyster mushrooms, or even if you're having like a shroom experience, they are meant to adapt to your body in the same way. Mm. Thank you, Spirit, yeah. for that download. Yes. Yes. That that was, mm. what, what are some, so we all have like our starter herbs that people recommend, like lavender, chamomile, rose, you know, like those types of things. And then you get into the deeper things like, <laughs> like Coca Lameca, uh, yep. you know, going into Bladderac, you know, like yep. different, different other types of herbs that take it deeper in the healing, right? And not saying that those starter herbs don't do the healing because they certainly do, Absolutely. but but what is your experience with that and what 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 do you recommend intentionally for someone who is looking to approach the herbs and to establish a relationship on both of those spectrums um I, quite honestly the best thing that you can do if you want to begin to connect with herbs is grow them try to grow an indoor plant whether it's a flower whether it's a herb try to actually grow it because just putting your hands inside of that soil putting your love your intention to grow something from it you begin to formulate that connection with the earth mm. um and then as far as herbs to keep coca is actually kind of hard to get Trust me, mm -hmm. I go through that all the time. I have to have it imported from Jamaica. Um, mm -hmm. So sarsaparilla, 
is one of the best things that you can keep in your house for iron. Um, I would also, chamomile, like you said, it's just a relaxant. Blue vervain, blue vervain. Mm -hmm. It's an amazing thing for nerves. If you have children, if you have anxiety, if you just had a bad day at work. Mm. Blue vervain. Um, uh, sea moss, whether it's powdered, gelled, or if you just keep it in the cabinet raw. Mm. Um, because that alone, like I said, it's an adaptogen and it has so many minerals that you can use it for anything. I remember one day I had this terrible headache and I just took some sea moss pills all day until it went away. Mm. Yeah, sea moss has definitely elevated my my experience and definitely brought me back into a better place of health. Yes, me as well. It is truly, truly a a lifesaver, quite honestly. Quite mm. honestly. Like I said, when I, I got very sick um, a few years ago, 25. 25 was really a life-changing year for me. 20, everybody had the year. 25 was mine. <laughs> I lost my gallbladder. I had pancreatitis so bad. They thought they was going to have to remove my pancreas. Mm, I what, was so sick. What energy do you feel like you pulled out of those areas in your body for you to recover and heal? Well, aside from the removing the gallbladder, it was the stress. It was me not living in my power. Your solar plexus mm -hmm. rules your whole digestive system, the whole mm -hmm. thing. That's why we, we purge the way we do. And when you purge, you feel stronger, right? Your stomach gets smaller. You get stronger. Mm -hmm. So that's what it was for me. I, at that time, was living in a place where I constantly gave my power away. Mm -hmm. I didn't acknowledge my own power within myself, so I sure didn't live in it. Mm -hmm. And that's what can, because even the doctors were baffled. They were like, this is a common thing for people, but not at your age. And then even they were like asking, like, what do you eat? You would think that I'm eating McDonald's for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for me to have had that happen. And it was not, it was none of that. And now that I know yeah. what I know, it was, it was a buildup of energy, me not living in power, in my power. Yeah, yeah. I tell people all the time, you know, like in the energy in your body is going to create either create health or disease. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's either going to regulate your system or it's not. It's going to clog it up. And I sit, you know, you know how, I, how I am with sitting it. But anybody who's listening, listening, who doesn't necessarily know the nature of energy work that both of us do um, is that if you have, for example, the, the stomach, the gut holds a lot of fear. Yes. So if you continuously sit in that fear and you don't ever move in your life, you gonna, you, your stomach lining is probably going to be decaying. Yeah, ulcers, I mean? Crohn's disease, yeah, uh, irritable gut. leaky gut syndrome, irritable bowel syndrome, even parasites mm -hmm. all mm -hmm. go for the, with the same energy, fear. Mm. I was just about to move into that, that parasite question and uh, also move into your relationship with food. Had, did herbs like introduce you to a better relationship with food or was there, did that kind of happen simultaneously? 
Quite the opposite. Me getting sick like that is what began to change my eating habits because after getting the gallbladder removed, I developed a terrible IBS. I, I couldn't mm. even keep water. And like I, my body was literally going haywire. Um, mm. And then that's when I began to do CMOS and fasting. And I, I don't have the IBS symptoms at all. Um, and anytime I would get them, it would be under extreme stress. And then I'm, now I just go within myself and work through whatever's stressing me out, even if it's just changing my perspective. Because you, we all know that the perspective, sometimes it's the only thing you can change in a situation. Mm-hmm. How did you uh, get into fasting? Like, was that something that was recommended to you or... Did I you have a role model for that? I did not. Um, I met a young man that, I, well, he was an older guy, but I met him at work and he had been dealing with the Dr. Sadie diet and CMOS for mm-hmm. a few years. Mm-hmm. For a few years. Um, and I realized that, you know, you can really take this stuff. So although he was telling me about it, I'm not one to ever take anybody's word for it. I have to go do my own research. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. And, <laughs> I and don't that's recommend insane. anyone does. I, I don't recommend yeah. even when I'm with like go look up what I'm talking about. Here's some books for you if you want to know or watch this video and get to know that because you should mm-hmm. never just take anybody's word for it. Really understand what you're doing because that's how you make things more effective. Intention mm-hmm. is the that's the cure right there. The intention. Right. So I did my research and I started realizing that in certain, like in older times, people would survive off of the CMOS. Certain tribes would just eat the CMOS. And that's, mm. that was like the main part of their diet. So I realized that what this guy was saying, like people can take this and this alone for 45 straight days in water and, and, and or longer and literally be completely and utterly sustained. Yeah. So that's what I began to do. He made a, a, a small sour sop, like applesauce, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I would get huge containers of it. And I would do a seven day, 10 day fast, however much I can afford to buy. I would do that and just do nothing but bowls of that and water for a period of time. Mm. And that single handedly cured my bowel. Wow. What, what was your detox symptoms like when you were fasting? I was sick and sad, (laughs) sick and sad, but the sickness was of the mind. My body was, I was just purging, constantly going to the bathroom, constantly going to the bathroom. But that's when I started to kind of discover a lot of the things that's been holding me back. When I started doing that fasting, I left my relationship with my, my last kid's father. I had been in it for five years at that time. I started mm-hmm. like leaving friends alone. I started leaving my family alone. Like, and, and I didn't even, you know, it's funny. I didn't even put that together until now that I'm saying this to you. Now. Like, <laughs> I, I literally just started to move anything that didn't serve me. And that was the, that was the time that I started to live for myself. Wow. It was beautiful. That's powerful. Come on. <laughs> yes. Yes. Do you have like a a routine for uh consciously eating and how do you feel like that affects 
the way the rituals and rites and the routines that we use for eating or consciously consuming how do you feel like that affects us in mind body and spirit um it's a huge effect quite honestly for me um my biggest thing is fasting right now so Mm -hmm. fasting to purge the things that are not necessary in my body Mm -hmm. um that's the biggest thing and by fasting you literally give your body a reset you give your mind a reset and if Mm -hmm. you are tapping into your spirit it creates an easier channel to do so yeah in my opinion the more toxins we have in our body the harder it is for us to connect with the divine Mm. it's just too much there and as we know you know if you know anything about parasites parasites are like a big part of that yeah they're like that that's that's things that are whispering fear whispering cravings for more bad stuff into your your body and and turn your mind so when you remove Mm. those things you're you're creating that clarity it's less chatter in your mind and more direct focus on what you're doing Mm. fasting is truly one of the greatest methods to spiritual discipline um in any form but especially with food and you know there was also a big portion of uh my fasting journey that and still whenever I I do fast quite regularly but when I do my really long fast Mm -hmm. that's when I'm like (laughs) I'm always going to be challenging the mind like I'm always going through a rebirth in those places because it's just more and more purge and you can tell what has a hold on your mind from the gut yeah those parasites play play a huge part in that exactly that and the heavy metals like Mm -hmm. you were experiencing that that those heavy metals are very worrisome they literally just hold toxins it's Mm -hmm. like a magnet for toxins yeah have you ever used bentonite clay Yes. Yes, I have. I use bentonite clay for my face sometimes. Um, I actually got some volcanic clay from, like I said, mm. I get a lot of things exported from Jamaica. Like my the duck flowers is one of the reasons why they're so powerful is because I'm getting them directly from sources where the soil, the earth around mm. it is so rich. So that's one of those things that I do. I got some volcanic clay imported and that that is beautiful. Ooh, I love me some volcanic clay, but you don't get it very often here. <laughs> exactly. You got to get your hands on it. <laughs> yeah, you got to get your hands on it. The, the bentonite clay, I brought that up because um, a lot of people don't know, but you can use it as a uh, a paste on your armpits and it'll remove toxins and heavy metals out of the lymphatic system too. Wow. That's one of them. Yeah, that's one of my favorite ways to use bentonite clay, but it, it's 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 a heavy hitter on the metals. So for anybody who's listening, definitely use bentonite clay. Yes, I would recommend too. What I like to do for my bentonite clay is I like to add either aloe vera or sea moss gel, mm-hmm. or even like the water that you use to soak the sea moss. Yes. Not to clean it, but to soak it overnight because that water is very rich in minerals. You add mm-hmm. that in there and it'll just give it an extra kick, an extra mm-hmm. kick, especially for yeah, like your face. If you have pimples or blemishes or you want to shine or anything like that, that 
that combination is beautiful even on your hair yeah beautiful yes. thank you so much mm. no no problem at all i, I love this i can go on <laughs> what is what's coming up next for you what are we preparing for if anything right now definitely preparing for a lot spirit has given me so many downloads i already work privately with people to help with disease removal diet change um and even just spiritual mentorship but what i'm doing is i'm putting together classes so that i can teach an introduction to herbs so that people can have more of a working knowledge of herbs and how to use them Everyone keeps Tylenol and Benadryl in their cabinet, but what if we keep a 10, 10 herbs, 10 herbs that does mm -hmm. the same thing, that doesn't damage your body, your kidneys in the midst of it, and has no adverse side effects, and then discussing how to use those 10 herbs in their, versi in their versatility, like elderberry. Mm -hmm. elderberry is known for just immune system boosting but people don't realize how powerful elderberry is in removing colds flus even covid mm. anything mm. respiratory the elderberry will do it but it's mm -hmm. the way that you use the elderberry that makes the difference so for immune system you know a simple tea for with elderberry is, is good enough for the immune system. But mm -hmm. if you want to remove, let's say like a cold or the flu or something, you want to boil it 10, 25 minutes and create like a deep de extraction of those herbs, of those mm. constituents, of all of that good stuff that's in the elderberry. And when you do that, it becomes more powerful and more potent. Mm. Mm. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I love so that. that um, I also am going to be starting a trauma course. <sighs> a lot of people, I'm just trying to make more ways to, to reach people and more affordable ways to reach more people because all of this is, is healing yourself, quite honestly. I like to tell people this like, yes, I can help. I can give you the tools. I can take you to the water, but if you don't get down there and drink it, doesn't matter. Yeah. So that's, those are the two things that I definitely are in, in the making of putting together, creating content for that. Um, I'm going to be using OnlyFans. It's going to be on a subscription basis. Um, and again, with the trauma courses, it's just connecting with your inner child, how to get to the root of your problem, how to really see yourself and mm -hmm. begin to pull the things that you feel are hindering you. Yeah. Yep. So those are my biggest two movements at this time. Um, and then I'm getting ready to move out of state. <laughs> so, yes. um, yep. Um, I'm moving, looking to move to Texas. So, and then my goal is maybe by January of 2023 to begin to set up retreats. So I would be doing healing retreats for like a weekend, three days to seven days for people to come out and we just do all types of healing. Like, the duck shrooms and mental physical spiritual healing and that's coming together as a group to really get these things done 
So those are my three things over the next six months to a year that I'm really putting out. I know the classes should be ready by the end of the summer. And then, like I said, by January, I'm looking to begin to out to roll out the retreats. Beautiful, beautiful. Ooh, we're going to be ready. Yes. I'm going to be laid out in that Texas heat, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that is the goal, man. I want to get somewhere nice and hot. And with... It's about the, the fruitful soil for me. I want to go to places yeah. where the sun is beautiful because I just know the soil is rich. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just heard another download about you going to Mexico. And you're going to be connected to also some indigenous herbs there. Yes. That's going to yes. be, that's going to, you're going to bless us with something real great from that. I can't wait. I appreciate that because when I say <laughs> I cannot wait, I'm putting my all out here. I just love it. The more I discover myself, the more I just want to just give just give to the world just give to myself just feed and feed and create and create I really really truly love everything that I do I really feel like I'm so blessed just to be able to do it mm-hmm. beautiful and we blessed to have you <laughs> <laughs> we blessed to to be getting your blessings <laughs> <laughs> I am appreciative I'm so grateful Thank you, thank you. Do you have uh, something sitting on your spirit that you would like to share with everybody? Yes, actually. Healing is possible. No matter what limitations people have told you, anything can be done. Anything can be cleansed. All you have to do is believe and then know how exactly to do it. Mm. I hear so many people tell me, no, it can't be done, but it can. PCOS, cancer, herpes, it all can be removed. Yeah. It sure can. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Y'all definitely, definitely sit with that. Let that simmer. Trust in yourself and know that any and everything can be healed. Mm. Yes. Yes. Mm. How can we best support you? How can everybody get in contact with you? You can visit my website, www.hetharuhealingllc.com. All health consultations are free. So if you would like to know more about possibly getting healing, that is the best way to contact me. Set that up and we will get it done. I look forward to whoever I can help. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. And I just want to thank you so much, Tasha, for being here and gracing us with your presence and your knowledge, your wisdom. Thank you for your amazing stories and also just for being a divine reflection. Like I said, and I, I will uh, send my praises over the hills and mountains for all eternity of how the work you do is truly amazing so thank you for living in spirit and just being true to you thank you so much for having me i appreciate you Zane. please keep doing what you're doing i love the living in spirit podcast and i am so grateful to be a part of it today